Welcome to the Soul Connection Duo podcast. We are your hosts, Alexa and Sydney, and we are so excited to have you here with us today. Get ready to connect to your soul and start healing within. Today, our guest is Corson Hayes. Corson is a visionary, mystic, yogi, father, and husband. His life work is inspired by the invisible realms, wisdom traditions, and interconnectedness of all things drawing on ancient traditions while forging forward to create create timeless works that reveal our connection to nature. He honors tattoo as an ancient ritual and holding space for true transformation. Corson recently opened his private studio, Primitive Imprint Tattoo in the Canadian Rockies as a dream come true in being able to realize his vision as a tattooer and artist. Welcome Corson to the Soul Connection Duo podcast. So good to see you again. Hi. How are you Corson? Uh, really good, thank you. How are you ladies doing today? Great, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, oh. I'm so excited. Well, I know Lex obviously knows you. She's had quite a few tattoos done by you, but I'm excited to learn more about you and just um, kind of your inspiration behind a lot of the work that you do. I've seen a lot of photos and yeah, it's really, really cool what you do. So um, when did you first decide you wanted to become a tattoo artist? I think probably around getting my second tattoo from my mentor, just kind of when I realized like the full power of the transformation that was available through it. Um, so probably 19, but it took me a long time to get there. It took me like 11 or 12 years to get there. You know, like, and it wasn't like in the forefront the whole time, but um, I think I like secretly always wanted to be. Right. Just have to kind of go through my like uh, shaping of self to prepare me for where I'm at now or where I've been at, I guess, for the last 18 years in this practice. Yeah, wow, 18 years. And I mean, you can tell you've been at it for a while with just how um amazing your work is oh thank you thank you it's a quest (laughs) (laughs) what were you doing before you came a um tattoo artist like i obviously see here um you like yoga were you like a spiritual person as well growing up or is this something that's just developed through tattooing and your art i think like i've always sort of seen the magic of life and I don't know if it's because of being raised by like older grandparents appreciated that later portion of their life or um I'm not I'm not sure why but I've just always been like really drawn to our connection and and our oneness with here comes river (laughs) that he's talking to the ladies Hi. Hi. Hi, ladies. <laughs> Hi, River. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I don't know it when you know if you know it or not, kind of all the pieces of the puzzle are integral, you know, like mm-hmm. shitty ones, whatever, they're somehow like shaping you the way that you're supposed to be shaped. Uh um, and I'm still trying to learn how to ride that out. <laughs> I think that, but that might be a secret to life for all of us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but truthfully, I had to go through like lots of different jobs to shape me. Like I 
was in carpentry and I worked on trail crews and with bicycles and uh, with people mostly, you know, like in travel and tourism um, and kind of just needed to like develop all those other skills to be able to then take on what I was trying to do with tattooing. Um, And it it definitely helped me. It didn't prepare me because I think tattooing is like a way deeper level of connection than like selling one, someone a snowboard or tuning their bike or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I, I think everything we learn along the way helps us with the next step of the journey, you know, and hopefully you're prepared enough. And if not, the lesson comes a little harder, but Definitely. we can, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I actually, um, I'm a registered nurse and I graduated when I was quite young, like I was 21 and um, I didn't really know what I was getting into. And then um, yeah, I've been on an up and down roller coaster the last few years through grief and loss and everything and trauma healing. And I think now I'm starting to kind of discover this like spirituality and all these different kinds of energy treatment and alternative medicine as well. And I think I needed nursing at that time as well to kind of get that foundation and knowledge and learn how to connect with people. But um like I think it served its purpose at that time but now I feel like yeah I'm moving on to better things and kind of what I'm supposed to be doing in this life as well so I think that's a really good point that you made and a lot of people can connect to it too right yeah and I mean it sucks to see your loved ones go to the spirit world but I don't think the veil's as thick as we think it is you know like I do feel like you know, everyone talks about their angels or their guides or whatever. Like, I, I think that like the loss of the people in our lives, which I experienced really young too. Um, I don't think I'd be who I, I don't think I'd be who I am right now without that like downstroke. I would have never come up to where I've come up. And I, I don't think I would have tried to do the things that I've tried to do. And um, I don't know, it's like, there's a lot here for us, you know, and there's a lot of um, ancient, ancient stuff that seems to be coming to the forefront with like a lot of people um, and a lot of conscious humans getting it that we're all in this together. And I think we have the tools and I think, and beyond like us, like that's rad if we can figure out the rest of our lives through this weird (laughs) ear world, they're still trying to shove down our throats, you know, but like more importantly about these people right here, uh, that they can carry that forth, you know, and that they uh, don't feel like, that they feel that everything is possible for them, not uh, limited or scared or, you know, like, uh, because we are still quite free, you know, even despite our chains to our technology, you know, uh, and we need to remember that, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good point. Like these younger generations, they they really do need us to help be that like guiding force to um, just pave the way of maintaining this freedom that we have today and also showing them that there there is that spiritual world out there because I think that's a big piece that some of us in like older generations didn't have um, the guidance for at least I know I didn't in my upbringing it was like very churchy if I'm being real about it and so now that I'm diving more into the spiritual realms it's definitely um really 
really interesting when you start to dive in and you don't have any prior knowledge when you're, for me, in my 20s, right? Yeah. Do you feel like um, that maybe like prepared you though for like the path of spirit coming out? Because like, although like some of those, you know, uh, kind of like brands of religion that we're exposed to, uh, it must have like at least like given you some good wholesome values like at the core kind of thing. And <laughs> Yeah, I think so. And I think for me too, I never truly aligned with it either, like going to church and doing the church rituals and that sort of thing but there's bits and pieces like the ritual piece right where that is something that's important in in when you dive into spirituality as well in connecting and really trusting that there is more and so those pieces definitely do make sense but I was always just like really I have to go to a church to right. praise something someone like it just didn't always make sense to me what we were doing there and I think like being out in nature I feel that connection a lot more than I ever did inside of the walls of a church so yeah fair enough I can relate to that one for sure mm -hmm. <laughs> yes oh sorry and you were talking about like spirit guides and angels are you someone that is able to connect with your your spirit guides or because I know uh some people have a hard time connecting because we have been like repressed from that as well right so i i think like uh sure like yeah. i think do i think someone's like grabbed my t-shirt before i've smashed my head on and died on a log like possibly you know i don't know like mm -hmm. um i feel like everything is talking to us all the time you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. there's so much of it out there in the um, and I think like our memories of those people, like that keeps them alive alone, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. and what, what exists beyond that? Like I'm open to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's all we can really do is be open to it. Right. And see where this life takes us. And we've had a lot of people also come on our podcast and say like, or just people in our lives say, get outside, connect with nature um and obviously I know you've moved to Golden recently and I know that's a pretty adventurous town so I'm assuming you're probably out in nature quite a bit does that inspire you in some of your artwork and tattooing absolutely yeah my my dream was to work with my bare feet on the earth with my clients um and and if not that then at least to be like surrounded by like the majesty of nature and the trees and, mm -hmm. and our wetlands and all the birds that fly around us here you know and the and the coopies and uh and and again like for these girls to deepen their existence within the setting as well you know mm -hmm. uh, and to build like a super happy fun zone here at home outside you know whether it's riding mountain bikes or you know tobogganing down the driveway or yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, like we still like the rest of the world have a lot of screen in our life, you know, but um, just a, a shot at having more time away from it and more time like having an actual experience uh, with the earth, you know, shaping your little dirt jump track for your pump scooter or, uh, you know, ho however it is, right? Like a mud kitchen where you're making mud patties or, um, 
bouncing on the trampoline today you know the ground's pretty wet so we just all like hung outside on the trampoline for a bit kind of thing and yeah it's mostly about you know again like one quality of life for me but uh two just the kind of do probably as you girls have done like I'm not sure if you grew up uh in the mountains as well but I know from Alexa's kind of upbringing just that how that nature connection or that you know connection with god the universe the mothership like whatever you want to call it the Earth yeah. itself, Gaia, um, it's so powerful and it's so helpful for wayfinding for for all humans regardless of size shape color kind of thing you know yeah. and I, I think the I don't know I maybe I live in a bubble here but I feel like everyone I know gets it that everything's all connected and we all got to work together and uh, so then we're easily disheartened by a world that doesn't want to do the same, you know, uh, but we can't turn that vibe off. We can't turn that love vibe off and just start hating on everything and focusing on the bullshit because that won't do any good either, will it? You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. I think nature is so um, healing in itself. And even the last couple of years, like after our loss, like some of the main things that have helped both of us, I'd say, is getting out in nature and doing things with each other and seeing the magic that this world has to offer through, you know, receiving signs in nature or whatever. So, yeah, it's it's really powerful. We have to live, right? That's what we owe to the dead or the spirit world is that we're still here and we're not dead yet. So we have to live. And uh, what better way than to have an adventure, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> or whatever like yeah just viewing it as the journey that it is you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah I know like you're saying growing up in nature and in the mountains it is so important and I know that was a big piece of the tattoo work that you've done for me was um a tribute to home and growing up in the mountains and it's just like absolutely a beautiful piece. And I'm so happy and proud to have that on my arm. And like, I actually immediately was drawn to your work. So went to school in Calgary and you were at the tattoo convention in Calgary. And there was, I don't know how many hundreds of artists there. And I was walking around and I just saw your portfolio and all your beautiful um, geometry and mandalas and that that type of work um you work a lot with sacred geometry which i didn't even know what sacred geometry was at the time <laughs> um but i immediately was drawn to it and i was like oh i need this guy to tattoo me and so i i've worked with you many times over the years but obviously patterns and nature so inspire all of the work that you do um can you speak to that a little bit more Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's just like a, again, like a spirit quest, you know what I mean? To kind of bring spirit to skin and, and like human to nature and spirit. Um, and I just feel lucky to be trying to channel it. I, I don't know, like a, it's just like this ever changing thing. I'm sure as you've seen, you know, like even yeah. through your me over the years, uh, I, I have very fond memories of uh, our first meeting that, uh, you know, and um, it's it's cool, like even seeing you again after like, what has it been like seven years since we saw each other? Yeah. And it, it it's like, it's just rad to see the work and see the people and, and see like uh, that 
I'm just so lucky that people let me um, explore what what is possible and what like as far as a language, a visual language that helps the the viewer and the and the individual wearing to feel this connection. Yeah, like uh, I don't know. I just uh, sometimes I don't even know what I'm doing. I just want to make something that looks beautiful and looks like it it fits in. I basically just feel super blessed, and I I, I can't even explain it all of it. I just like I'm kind of doing it. If that makes sense. <laughs> Is there certain meaning behind certain like patterns or um, is it just kind of whatever comes to you at the time when you're designing? For me, like, for me kind of the rad part about the geometry stuff is um, just the truth of it, you know, and the sort of, uh, there's an idea in yogic tradition of the meta pattern. So this idea that geometry is infinite um, it's just kind of like what you vibe with and people experience that obviously like uh, on a heavy trip on on psychedelics or like with a life and death experience or breathing a lot or breathing too little or you know like yeah. um, many of us have witnessed it even just maybe through the majesty of nature you know like in the beginning there was definitely like the influences weren't um in the beginning, it was more like you had to find the influences in a book, kind of. Uh, and then, of course, with the technology and the internet, um, it's easy to find things from all around the world, and it's it's really quite easy to create your own geometry now, which is which is really rad. Um, yeah, and I just I don't know. I feel lucky to be where I'm at with the tools and the people, and um, being able to sit in the moment. Like in the last couple of years. It's been more about existing with humans because humans actually being in a space with another human has been so weird in the world that to get to hold that space with someone is like, it's like a living wake, you know what I mean? On top of the whole tattoo experience, on top of the whole, like, the world's going to hurt you from the fucking pandemic shit. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're making a mark, you're taking on a wound, you're basically saying, like, I control my destiny, not you. Um, I, I take on something and I'm going to heal it. I trust in myself and my immune system and my body and that I want to make a mark for all this bullshit that the world is going through, you know? Um, yeah. And uh, I can totally understand that. Like I got like five tattoos in the last couple of years, you know what I mean? Because tattoo to me is kind of an expression of my freedom uh, and a tool that I use to expand my threshold for pain. Um, and yeah, I don't. I I just feel stoked to still be doing it with people, and I I'm really looking forward to like deepening that and deepening like the the healing aspect. Like uh, so many laughs with people, you know what I mean? Just so many laughs and and kind of switching. The, yeah, a little bit of still talking about the fuckery of stupid business in the world, you know, by these uh, corporations that call themselves uh, countries, you know, like still dropping bombs they made from 20 years ago you know i don't know what the problem is with these people they think they're civilized but uh, i don't understand how humans can still act like that to other humans um and i'm i'm kind of just rambling but i think like we all kind of feel like that right now and it's just like smarten the fuck up you know what i mean like 
come on already you know like we we could do better we have the minds we have the means and we know we're all in this together so stop messing about and let's just like have a a a conversation about how we can do it better you know yeah and I think even for Lex and I to start this podcast we got pretty tired about talking about COVID and all the negative things going on in the world that we're like you know what we're gonna do something that's healthy and healing for ourselves and other people and um just connecting with like really cool souls like yourself all around the world and i'm sure you probably get a lot of like really cool people as well that come to see you because a lot of your work is like a little bit more spiritual designs right so um i'm sure like especially when you're sitting there with someone for five hours i'm sure you've probably had some really cool clients yeah absolutely it's all about the people and the the exchange and of course like we're not just sitting there chatting there's something going on that forces both of us into the now you know which definitely ramps it up a bit but i i feel like uh, blessed and amazed i think about all the people that i've tattooed that are like all around the world Mm -hmm. uh, because of this beautiful destination that we live in here so many people have come and and collected here and then taken like a piece of that into their journey and I mean that's how I like to get tattooed when I go somewhere cool you know I want to have a little reminder of my journey in that place or whatever as well so Mm -hmm. um, and what is the style of tattoo that you like for yourself like do you have the geometric shapes in your tattoos or yeah totally everything Uh, yeah, fair enough. I'm pretty covered up right now. Uh, okay. and none of them are on my face yet, but uh, um, I like, uh, technically, I guess in tattooing, the term would be, it's called black work. Um, but like, um, I like all art, you know what I mean, on the body. And I like that people can choose the art they want for their body. Um, and I, I we, we get put into like genres or like, crystallizations of a style and then we can't change you know so for me uh it's mostly just about um as we said like nature spirit earth you know mm-hmm. father sky mother earth kind of that balance between the two um and then i guess like probably as well beyond like that would be um like a balance of skin and ink Mm-hmm. some people some artists might say like high contrast or but yeah just something that kind of like illuminates the person's spirit that's inside of them right yeah I think you do a really good job of that like working with energy of the energy of the person and kind of where they're at in their path in terms of like designing with them because I've never um you've never designed before I show up at your shop like it's always a connected and um, back and forth kind of process as you're designing and I really I do appreciate that a lot because I have had um, another tattoo from a different artist and that was something that um, kind of the artist was sending me photos of some ideas beforehand before I'd ever even met them and um, it was just a much different experience I I wouldn't say it was bad by any means. It was still like that other artist did a really great job too with my tattoo, but I just really appreciate your design process in terms of really taking into account that 
piece of connecting with your client and making sure that it is a process that both sides are comfortable with. Yeah, I need that. I think that's the way to get the best. Um, it's not a very traditional approach to tattoo in terms of like the trade of tattoo. Um, but I, I really need that with the human and just to kind of like hold space to bring through the and co-create the right stuff together, you know? Um, Cause we, each of us has kind of our own ideas and it's just so much easier to hash them out together, especially with the technology and the tools that we have. Um, it's, it's wonderful and it's easier than ever to do that. I, I, by no means would I say that everybody's got a role like that as a tattooer. I think uh, everyone has their own way. Um, and I'm just happy that I get to work like that with people. I just, I don't know, I, I love hanging out with people. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I get to make a tattoo with them. So the more I hang out with them, the more tattoo becomes kind of in a way. Yeah, I think it's a really great way to um, work your process. And I just want to take it back a little bit to, to where um, you were saying, like, if you go to a different place, you go maybe get a tattoo there to um, have that experience and remember it on your body. And I think that's really the story for a lot of people's tattoos. Like I know Sid and I both have memorial pieces tattooed on us. Um, and I know, like, like I was saying with my other one, it was a tribute to home and where I grew up. Like, would you, do you find that because of your more like personalized style, majority of your clients are coming to you with kind of a, a story or um, an expression of like a tribute of some sort to, to the work? Yeah, I think there's a, always an intention, you know, and that's like kind of like the beauty of getting to sit together is like maybe we can unpack a little bit of that you know like just by being together in a safe place and once they know that i'm i'm not judgmental and we can just talk and figure it out and and like expand right like um everyone's ideas are rad so um it's just fun to explore what they could be you know sometimes things have to be very literal uh, and other times uh amazingly like it's not literal at all. It just like looks wonderful uh, and works really well on the person, fits that person's body really well. Uh, in particular, if they were like cave woman or caveman, like naked running through the woods, you know, like um, just that it could look like it came from that long ago uh, with some kind of sophisticated application, you know, to, to put the time in and to, um, to just help them on their journey, you know what I mean? And like, if they're found mummified like 5,000 years later, uh, it would blow the minds of the people from then, you know? Like as, as does the 5,000 year old mummies that we get to see now, you know, from, from then. So uh, I don't know, it's, a, I, it's just kind of rad to get to do it. And I, I um, stoked to continue to explore what it could look like, you know? And I, and I hope that like moving forward, like more people will maybe work in this fashion where like some of these other um, art forms and tattoo have have really strong roots and, and specific marks. And, you know, I'd love to see like a pattern that was like the um, designed after the Osprey's wing or, you know, like the, what is that pattern? Oh, that's the 
that's the Columbia Basin. You know what I mean? Like whatever it could be, like it could, it just could be so much more. Uh, and I'm, I'm truly like only scratching the surface of like what could be done with our humans here and how we could change our bodies to look more like the surroundings we're in. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think even as Lex was saying, like we both have memorial um, tattoos. Um, I know a lot of people after they've lost someone will usually find like connections through nature or animals. And it sounds like that's kind of your, um, like obviously you like being out in nature and whatever. Do you find that you do a lot of memorial tattoos for people um, like in relation to animals and nature themed art? Yeah, in a way, I, I think that like almost every tattoo I give is a memorial tattoo because it, even if it's not for the loss of somebody else, it's sort of for the sense of uh, our fragility in this realm, you know what I mean? And it, it's just a surface burning feeling compared to really getting hurt or, you know, or, or going all the way to the spirit world. But it kind of like, it seems to open a bit of a gate, doesn't it? Where like, um, then you can, you, you never, you're never going to forget that person, you know, and um, absolutely like getting tattooed when I was younger, not the first tattoo I got, but the second one uh, was very much a memorial tattoo, even without knowing it, you know what I mean? It was just, it was like making a mark and wanting to get tougher and stronger and, and in no way was it literal, but it, it was very uh, intention based on that, you know, uh, at that time, it, uh, we, it wasn't easy to, as easy to have a conversation about what you were doing, you know what I mean, Tattoo was a bit younger then and not everyone, well, not many people, I dare to say, were open to discussing the spiritual reasons why you might have been doing it, it was just kind of a bit gruff, wasn't it, you know, and I think that's what, um, led me to my mentor's work, uh, Damon Rowanchild. He goes by Urban Primitive. Uh, and he just kind of had the, the full ritual where he was very in the now with me the whole time uh, to the point where like my first tattoo was uh, like, it's kind of like an old spiky tribal stuff from the eight, late 80s and 90s. And it was just drawn on with a pen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But there was like that surrender on my end to knowing him and his art and his process. And then just him doing his thing with me and having, you know, a bit of a back and forth about some of the flow of it and stuff like that. And then um, just applied in a loving nature and in a, a listening, loving environment, you know what I mean? An encouraging environment, you know, where knowing that the skin being open was that opportunity to kind of like really store some stuff in there, you know, because that, you know, well, you guys know about all the stuff from Andrew Huberman and the, the blood brain barrier of adrenaline and how like, you know, trauma can fuck you up, but getting tattooed and learning something, uh, you got that same adrenaline going on, but you're, you're doing it for like self love, you know what I mean? So you can really ramp up like where you want to go with the next part of your journey. And truthfully, we might not even honor that enough. Like maybe we should be writing down like 20 reasons why you're getting the tattoo before. And then, you know, like listening to, positive chanting mantras the whole time or like you know like <laughs> I love I, that <laughs> it, could, it could go so much deeper you know what I mean or like um I, I love how connected to life and death uh, the ceremony is you know um it's not the whole burning of your body but uh it's a little bit of burning in the spot yeah. <laughs> 
have to learn that you're not just your body, you know? Uh, it's you know, a beautiful, a beautiful thing to kind of take on that um, indigenous uh, vision of uh, a spirit in flesh, not the other way around, you know? Yeah, I know I've heard a lot of people say too that like getting certain tattoos as well, um, especially after a loss of someone or something has helped them heal. So I think it's really incredible that like, and I'm sure you feel like this too, that like the work you're doing and is healing people every single day, right? In a totally different way. So, and a lot of people forget about that too, right? So. It's, it's a blessing. I'm yeah. surrounded by massage therapists where I'm working in downtown Golden and I'm stoked to be surrounded by like other healers that are helping people and mm-hmm. we need each other as humans right now more than ever I think. For sure yeah and there's so many different like alternative treatments and practitioners out there and at the end of the day yeah we all just want to help people on their journey and heal so yeah it's, it's pretty awesome I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it is. And if we can view it as that, have you ever heard of um, the fellow, uh, he's in the spirit world now, but uh, Ram Dass? Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he has this amazing expression or a way of putting our journey as like, we're all just walking each other home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I love that. Yeah, and that's, I don't know, for me, that just works so good. Like, uh, um, why wouldn't we just be kind of wandering towards the finish line instead of racing or you know a lot of us go to like wasted at the end of the night trying to walk home some people might think of like slogging out on a trail where they got to walk for like six more hours you know we, we all kind of have our like own idea about what that expression means but this allows for more kindness and just enjoying wherever the heck you're at in your journey good bad or indifferent you know uh, which I think tattoos are also an example of, you know, because it it hurts getting tattooed, but you got to try and enjoy that too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think that journey piece is such a important one too with tattoos. Like I know when I first um, when I got my first tattoo, it was just a little three stars in my on my back, and now it's morphed into almost a full half sleeve. And just thinking to when I got different parts of each um or each part of that tattoo they all kind of symbolize a different area that I was at in my life at that point in time too so it really does help to tell your story right right there on your skin right oh yeah like the trail map of your life yeah (laughs) (laughs) and in a way it's got some topo written in there too because you know if you were up high or down low might not be visually that but you know where you were at at that point yeah that's so true too (laughs) it's you can think back to like yeah where you were at mentally and I mean a lot of times you can see it visually in people's tattoos as well um I would say mine isn't maybe quite as reflective of that in terms of the look of it like it is quite um it's just it's nature so it's beautiful um, and of course, then it has that contrast of the masculine and the feminine all intertwined in it. And um, yeah, like, but some people, you know, you look at their artwork that they have on them and you, you kind of know that <laughs> they've been through some shit um, or they're at least drawn to certain art anyhow. And so it, it is really reflective when you're looking at it. 
obviously I know like Lex over the last couple of years, you've become a bit more like spiritually aware and been into the energy work practices and things. But obviously I feel like that was a piece of you seven years ago, whether maybe you knew it or not, or weren't quite exploring it as much because you obviously went to him. But Corson, like when you saw Lex's last time after seven years, did you notice like kind of a change in her, you know, like understanding of the spirit world or I don't know if you guys talked about that or you know what I mean? Cause like seven years is a long time. And I feel like you've done like a ton of work in that aspect the last couple of years, especially. Totally. Um, like a, she's a whole new person, right? Seven years later, like technically like all new cells in there. And, um, <laughs> but um, mostly just like the beautiful growth of Alexa and to see her on her path, like continuing to do good in the world and trying to help people and, mm-hmm. uh, spread the love around you know like the well it's beautiful because like uh you know the time frame in the person's life like uh, of that seven years like it, uh, you're in such a tremendous growth period as a young woman you know what I mean where like truthfully you know you're kind of just getting to be an adult as much as we're sold that we are when we're younger that doesn't really yeah. happen until like 30-ish you know what I mean so um yeah it's lovely to watch people and to and the the most beautiful part is uh you never know when people are coming back it's always like kind of this like whoa like out of nowhere you know what I mean like um and then it's just always like really rad to create these concentric circles uh, of my journey with their journey um and and still exist in this realm together you know like Mm-hmm. You know, I've also put marks on people that are already in the spirit world that are like younger than me or older than me or um, which is a whole, a whole other interesting aspect, you know, like, right. it's like every moment of life is sacred. And I think like, it's easy to forget that, you know, there's so much other crap going on. And maybe we need that other crap too. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> seems like the older you get, the more you life is and I, I feel lucky that I was awakened to how fleeting it is when I was younger we just have to enjoy I think that's you know enjoy whatever we can wherever we can and and be grateful for what we have and and not take life too seriously you know not not coming too much from the head but more from the heart especially in time in, especially in uh, the information age where so much is the head you know Mm-hmm. really you know because of knowing all the world's problems and what's going on everywhere and um that's, there's a bit of a learning curve you know taking on all that stuff and having that loving compassion for for the whole planet for sure and i obviously it's been hard since covid and isolation and everyone's kind of been in solitude but um i think it's actually a lot a lot of people to just sit with themselves you know in their own head and connect to their soul a little more. And I think we're going to see a lot of cool things, I hope, um, come out of this as hard as it's been. But I think a lot more people are going to be opening up to like spirituality and, you know, working on their souls and just aware of all this stuff that's out there. So I hope so. That's my hope. I feel like we have to, you know, like, yeah, yeah like it or not, that's, that's, that's where we should go. It just feels better. You know what I mean? Yeah.
yeah I think you were ahead of the game on that course and like when I've, I know when I met you it was like oh you're doing yoga you're spending all this time outside really connecting to nature and to earth and like is one of one of your practices is um yoga and so is that one of your I don't know favorite ways to kind of connect inward and connect to source absolutely magic carpet ride <laughs> magic carpet ride, uh, and just that like ancient gift of of uh, and the knowledge of those postures and and you know, like for me, a 12 step program for the world would be teaching out everyone how to do the sun salutation. Uh, I think then you connect with the self. This is so rooted in ancient wisdom traditions uh, all around the planet, really. But, you know, like obviously directly out of India and everyone wants to meditate. But I think if we could learn to just practice a little bit of asana and most people do a bit of stretching, right? When they're yeah. trying to chill out or whatever. I think if we could teach the whole world a little bit of yoga, uh, we would all benefit. It's so potent um, and um, it's so much more about everyone and everything than just being put into the word of unity, you know, of yoga. Um, but it truly does bring the self back to that unity. And, and then I think it's easy to enjoy the journey more because you you feel a part of everything, past, present, future, and all the things, biggest to smallest, you know? So it's, uh, I, I feel blessed to have learned what I learned um, from friends before going to India. And then um, from the journey in India was uh, obviously like a next level game changer for just kind of deepening all that. Um, and, and to like the people of the land that I exist on now for being like the original inspiration before learning about Buddhism or, or yogis or any of that stuff was, was indigenous wisdom and uh, the art of um, clothing or like feathers in your hair or, um, you know, uh, or just trying to paint with spirit involved. Um, long time here you know what I mean it's just our little modern day civilized world that's piecing it all back together I think people existed for like thousands of years in harmony on the surface of the earth uh, and and because they lived with that connection with it it was a sustainable way to live um, and I think we could get back to that like not you know we're obviously hooked on some of this shit that we do but like there could be sort of a return to that and I, I think that's already happening you know, and I think it's probably more than ever necessary, uh, if not for sanity, like perhaps for like trying to help the earth while we're here in our own little way, whether it's growing your own garden or trying to plant more plants in your front yard or definitely, however it kind of feels more right to you to, to show that where we exist is pretty fucking rad and <laughs> probably start to take care of it a bit more Definitely. yeah we actually did Lex and I did an energy workshop um I guess a couple weekends ago and the guy who was running it he's indigenous and he was saying that like it was just part of his culture growing up that like they practiced um like all this is just like 
it was just normal to them growing up, right? Like practicing spirit, like spiritual practices and all these things. And so to him, like, it's totally normal. And, you know, he's connecting with guides and everyone like constantly. Um, but then looking at kind of, um, I guess some of us who haven't grown up with, you know, connecting to our spirit guides and things, it's when we finally have to go through something almost traumatic to discover that this exists, it would be nice if it was just like a part of our culture growing up with being aware of that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so that's maybe what we can do for our kids, you know, is like bring that into, bring that into the house with us and, and, and have an awareness of their spirit and how they're feeling and, and yeah, just continue to make it better and, yeah. and, and, and not focus on problem, but like provide solution. Mm -hmm. We've obviously done a lot of stupid stuff here in the last few hundred years on the earth. <laughs> uh, but I feel like we're now more ready than ever to move forward and, and exist as like earthlings, skeletons of the, you know, <laughs> like uh, no matter what your color is or size or shape or orientation, uh, we're all the same, you know, we all want for the same things and, uh, uh, and, and we deserve to live in harmony, I think, with our surroundings. We're so we're so blessed here. Yeah, we really are. And I think people like you, Corson, are doing such a good job really integrating those practices into like your everyday family life and really teaching your girls young, right? To be able to connect. And um, yeah, it, the shift is happening. I think we're seeing it everywhere as, as we go. And I mean, even the fact that we can sit here and have this discussion just I mean, even though it's just the three of us here, like it's yeah. still a big step to be able to openly discuss views and um, these these things that aren't physically able to really be present in our 3D, but that definitely are there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so much that we can't see going on. Mm. <laughs> and for your kids growing up, then have you incorporated some of this knowledge and um, just like spirituality into like your parenting, I guess, or like activities you guys do? Like, do you go out and do yoga with them or they might be too young? I'm not sure, but. I think I'd like to hope so. You know, I think like uh, it's kind of that old adage of like, um, they'll do as you do, not as you say. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I would never want uh, any of the lovely stuff I know to be like uh, something that's forced to learn. Um, they definitely will do their own like few yoga postures like on their own time kind of thing. Uh, I, I'm thinking that I definitely want to have them uh, with a strong practice by the time they become teenagers. Um, it's kind of like a, a lot of the practice was sort of designed for to help the, the youth at that point in the journey because you're kind of stepping into this new power of, of fertility and, and of like beauty that um, I think it's particularly helpful to like have that in your arsenal then. Uh, up until then, I haven't like said you have to, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and you don't wanna force it because a lot of the times if you do force, they'll typically do the opposite of what you're telling them to do. I know I did as a teenager, but right yeah, yeah you want them to want to to do it right but all you can do is encourage and show them and 
yeah, hope yeah, for yeah. <laughs> I hope they'll eat like kale and do yoga when they're bigger, but kind of like up to them a bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, do you think, um, do you think that they, any of them would become tattoo artists in the future? Like seeing your work and what you do for a living? Do you think? Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, I, I'd love that if they wanted to, you know, for sure. I'd happily like guide them with what I could with that. Um, I guess my oldest right now really loves making uh, comic books, like graphic novels. Okay, cool. They, they definitely understand that, like, you know, we, we live through art. Um, and they, they're like a lot of young people these days, they're, they're entrepreneurial, they're ready to hustle, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That monetary commercial world where, you know, they feel like they got to get after it too in that way. Um, which, which I'm grateful for, like, you know, now living in the mountains for the last almost 30 years, like I am from, you know, kind of the ghetto in Toronto kind of thing. And every time I see like a, a piece of graffiti on a train car come through this little mountain town, I'm like reminded of how far I've come on my journey uh, through like not only my own volition, but like in particular being able to provide for my family through this art form. Um, and if And if they can do that too, and if they are, if they want to like empower people and, and do rad tattoos on people, I, I wouldn't want to hold that back for sure. If you got to be a mentor for one of them, that would be, I'm sure that would make you really happy either, no matter what they decide, but I think that would be really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I got to um, mentor um, my first apprentice, uh, Alyssa, she goes by fairy toots on Instagram. Um, but I kind of got to with her, like, she has a really tremendous feminine loving style. Again, that maybe doesn't fit into a lot of boxes, but that really speaks to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I was really happy to kind of like uh, bring her into the wonderfulness of this, you know, um, and I, I would happily uh, teach one of my girls if they wanted to learn, you know? Yeah. I would be lying if I didn't say I was like kind of grooming them for any kind of art really you know because whether that's just like a dance party in the living room at night to shake off the blues or it's um you know drawing graphic novels or crayons on the wall or um I think it's just all healing and helpful all of that expression yeah uh, and, and I think that's like so where we're moving towards as well is this way of expressing ourselves in the world in a way where it can be like our it can be monetized almost right because like for you in when you started tattooing there probably weren't that many people doing art full-time as work and I think we're starting to see that more and more where people can have these creative outlets that then they can turn into a full-time gig and they're actually like successfully doing it and I think like I grew up thinking oh I've got to go to school go to college go to get a job and it doesn't have to be that way like we we're seeing the shift in that part of it as well yeah it's neat it's like grassroots human to human yeah, it's really, really cool. And it's so artisan based, isn't it? That's kind of the funnest yeah. part. Like, it's just lovely on, on both ends, really. Yeah, exactly. And 
just incredible that like you're raising these little humans to know that and that you yourself are able to support yourself and your family through expressing your your magic in the world of through oh. your art <laughs> and doing oh, something you love too which i think is the biggest thing a lot of us get stuck in these jobs that we're really just not passionate about but we're doing it because of money or because we feel like there's nothing else out there but really once you start to explore and step back all and look at all these things the world has to offer and all these things we can actually do that like you're saying do go back to like our ancestral roots and things like it's that's the biggest thing is doing something you you love and what makes you happy and knowing you can help other people so yeah and and I mean you can be unhappy in any job you know like uh, it's kind of a daily choice too uh, and if you're unhappy enough then you're not meant to be there no <laughs> I think it is called work for a reason and yeah. as you know I'm sure from nursing like even or like environmental work with Alexa like even when you really love what you do there's still going to be days where you got to just go do the work because uh, we have to you know like yeah I came to this kind of later on in life as I said like I started tattooing when I was 30 you know so I had a lot of things that I did that I you know, I, I wasn't, they weren't 100% my thing, but some of them were like 80 or 90, where it was like enough, the trade was enough, you know, time for what you got out of it, that uh, it was worth putting the work in, in that place. Um, but yeah, absolutely. The, I think it's neat when people can then like on the side, like have this dream of something they'd rather do, you know, and put the effort in on that other thing and then transform and transcend out of out of one profession that they didn't love or one you know making ends meet job to something that's you know maybe you're living a little thinner maybe a little thicker but you're you're doing what you love uh and that's important and you feel that you're making the world a better place by by what you're doing you know and that could be like making someone's veggie burger with love you know like it doesn't have to be tattoos or like you know, uh, beautiful earrings or whatever. It, it, it can be like in all of our practices, really, you know, like. Sure. Yeah, we can really bring that into any work. You're right. It's, uh, it's, it's easier said than done, I think, you know what I mean? Unless, unless you're having like an amazing day, you know, uh, but I feel like it's a bit of a mind state. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is. Um, Corson, this has been so wonderful to chat with you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you um, tell our listeners how they can find you on social media or your website? What's the best way for them to reach you? Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm uh, Primitive Imprint Tattoo. Uh, and I also, my personal Instagram is uh, Metaphysical Courage. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Phone numbers are on those media things and you can text me send me smoke signals uh email dmt however you need to get a hold of me uh, and we can uh connect and make thanks for listening to support us please rate review subscribe and share and we'll see you next week for our next episode of the soul connection duo podcast